You're listening to episode 30 of Brave and Boss the Podcast. On this week's episode, I'm sharing the habits of six figure Shopify stores. So if you're wanting to scale your business right now, this is a must listen. Let's go. Welcome to Brave and Boss, a podcast for the purpose-driven founder who wants to grow their e-commerce business. I'm your host, Christy Sumer. I'm the CEO and founder of the Ethical Fashion Line Encircled, a conscious business coach and passionate about helping you break through your limits and build a brand that matters. Let's do this. All right, welcome back to the podcast. Hello and welcome to Brave and Boss the podcast. This is episode 30. We're talking all about the habits of six-figure Shopify stores on this episode. So I know a lot of my listeners are um, running five-figure stores, and that means you're doing under $100,000 a year, and you'd love to scale to six figures. That's kind of that magical mark for a lot of people. So that's what this episode is all about. If you're new to the podcast, welcome. I'm Christy Sumer, the host of the podcast, the founder of the ethical fashion brand Encircled, as well as a business coach and coach in Marie Forleo's B-School program. I'm a seven-figure Shopify store owner, so I feel like I have a little bit of credibility in this space. We've been doing over seven figures of revenue for at least three years now. Um, And so I wanted to talk to you today about what habits kind of change to take me from like under $100,000 a year to over and what that looks like and what are some things I just know through talking to my friends who also run, you know, six, seven and eight figure Shopify stores that are critical to kind of taking you to that next level in your business. So I think this is a great opportunity if you're rejoining the podcast and you're a loyal listener, thank you. I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you. It means so much to me um, that you're sharing this podcast and really learning from it because that's why I'm doing it. Um, So definitely get out a pen and paper. And as I go down the list, you know, some of them may not apply. And if they don't apply, great. That means you're already on the right path. If they do apply, then that's something to note. And when you do find something and maybe all of them apply, um, and that's okay, Um, I've been there, but that just means there's a lot of opportunity and room for improvement so that you can start scaling your revenue for your Shopify store. All right, let's get into it. Okay, so the first habit of six-figure Shopify stores is consistency. Consistency is something that is the most underrated habit of entrepreneurs, in my opinion, because the more you show up on social channels, on email, on your website with updated content, photography, products, the more sales you will make because you're just inevitably putting your presence out there more often and at a frequency that's more consistent so that you can start to build that repertoire with your ideal customer. This is one that a lot of people struggle with, especially at the onset, because oftentimes it's just you or maybe you have one person on your team. Um, But you really need to figure out if that's the case, some way to build consistency with just you. And that just may require you to have systems and to have clear processes around what you do and do batch work. So for example, if you're going to show up on Instagram and you feel like that's a channel that 
you know, your ideal customers on and that would be value added for your business, then make a plan and set reminders to go and post and batch work and schedule stuff. Consistency is really key. I would say it's up there with like resiliency, which is another habit that I would say is often underrated in entrepreneurs, but more talked about. But that consistency with just constantly refreshing content as well as having a plan is really important. So that goes into my next point. My next habit for six-figure Shopify stores is having a clear strategy and plan. Now, you can't just operate with deciding what to do for your brand on a daily basis. Um, like you wake up in the morning on a Monday and you say, hmm, I think I'm going to do a Shopify, you know, I'm going to add a product to Shopify and I might, you know, um, do a post on Facebook and I might do a Facebook live. That is not a strategy. That is last minute execution. You really need to have a strategy. You need to have a plan. You need to have goals. That's all kind of lumped together. Cause once you have goals, then you need to figure out how you're going to make the goals. So that's the strategy. Um, and then your plan is basically how you're going to implement it. So this is one that I often see that newer brands are kind of lacking. They don't have goals. They don't have, um, the how of achieving the goals or they have too many goals. So it's possible that you're as a brand, you just have too much stuff going on. So maybe you're just, um, honestly just overwhelmed and you're trying to do 800 things, whereas you don't need to drive up your engagement on Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, and Twitter while doubling your revenue goal. Maybe you just need to pick two of those. So definitely take this time to mark this down if this resonates with you. Come up with a goal for your business, financial, and a few other metrics you'd love to track. Come up with a way to you know, actually achieve that in the next month, and then roll that out into an actual action plan that you can um, implement over the next 30 days. All right. So most six-figure Shopify stores that I run into have a very clear mission and vision. And this gets even more important as you grow. So I would say you could probably scale to seven figures pretty easily without this. Um, but eight figures is going to be near impossible because a mission and vision are really critical to driving um, your brand strategy and your advertising strategy, as well as motivating your team and keeping everybody on the same page. You can kind of fudge it and fake it for a little while. And I'll be honest, I ran and circled with off a business plan that I made way, way back for a really long time. And we recently rebranded. And during that process, we kind of redid our elevator pitch and our problem statement and all these good things. But I realized we never really touched on our mission or vision. So we need to kind of go backwards with my leadership team and revisit what we stand for. Like, what are we trying to achieve and how? And what's kind of our vision is our, like, what is your big goal? Like, what is that thing you're trying to get to that will never, ever probably be achieved? Um, and that is kind of the underlying foundation of your brand. So you really need to have that super clear and you need to have anybody and everybody who's employed in your business or works with you as a contractor on the same page, because anything they do from creating an ad to creating an email newsletter needs to align with your mission and vision. Otherwise it'll look like a dog's breakfast. So definitely if you're lacking that mission, mission and vision, um, you can check out our DIY marketing plan template. That one is a good one. It's got, um, it's fairly affordable and it has a downloadable that's digital. You can get it immediately off of braveandboss.com and it'll walk you through the steps of setting up your mission and vision. 
All right, the next one that leads perfectly into this is you need to have a clear brand. That is a really important habit of a six-figure Shopify store owner. You know, having that clarity of who you are as a brand, what you stand for, what your values are, what your color palette is, your fonts, your logos, all that kind of stuff is really necessary to scale. You can get away with, like I can remember back in the day when I used to do our own graphic design when I first started and I would use like three fonts, like I'd use, you know, a sans serif, a a serif, and then like a script. Nobody needs three fonts, let's be clear. So that was just me like faking it till I make made it, I guess. Um, And so when we saw, when we did originally like our rebranding in 2016, I think we were definitely in six-figure territory at that point already, but it definitely helped us scale. I mean, when we clarified our brand and our message, we were able to like double the business super easily. So make sure you do that work on your brand, whether it's you DIY it, again, that DIY marketing plan is a great way to do that, or you can find a freelancer or a small agency. There's so many creative agencies out there that love working with startup entrepreneurs. Um, have them develop a brand guide for you with all the like fonts and colors and all the stuff you're going to need because that kind of cohesiveness, just like the mission and vision, really is the glue that holds your business together as you scale. And what happens as you scale your revenue is if you don't have all these foundational parts and pieces, just like not having glue, stuff starts to pull apart. So then you start to see, you know, a print a printout of a handout that's being used at shows and it's like a weird font. And then like your hang tags show up and they're like a different color. And then like the packaging doesn't match and it starts to look really not so cohesive. And so a hallmark habit of a six-figure Shopify store is that they really own their brand and they know what it is and you can understand it and see it right away and get it. So do that work on this brand um, and definitely try and find somebody to help you with this if you can. Um, I think when I originally did my branding in 2016, it was probably um, a couple thousand dollars maybe, which seems like a lot of money, but it's definitely a worthwhile investment. All right, so six-figure Shopify store owners, I've noticed, all have a product development roadmap. So they have a very clear view into the products that they're going to launch in the next 12 months. They may not know the exact dates. They may not know, um, you know, have them, them all ready to go, depending on where you make stuff. It may not be necessary, but they know exactly where their product vision is going. So if you don't know what products you're going to launch next, then you don't have a product development roadmap. So this is a great one for you to work on. Essentially, a roadmap is a fancy way of saying just a document. So I've done this in um, Google Slides. You could do it in a Google Sheet. And basically, you could just list the months on the side and just mention the products that you're going to launch. This also should be connected to your mission and vision of your brand, as well as your um, brand strategy. And this speaks to what we talked about initially, which is consistency, because you want to have consistency in launching products. So if you're going to launch um, you know, four products a year, you want to launch them at consistent intervals. That just helps with predictability for the business. It helps your customer get accustomed to your launch cycles. So really work on developing this product development roadmap, um, brainstorm lots of ideas. That's my favorite way to start. Um, I love creating products. That is like part of my favorite part of the business. I definitely do not spend enough time on it, but it's something that has been really um, important for the success of the brand and driving revenue because 
you know, as you drive new news to the brand, you get repeat customers back to purchase. People can only, if you only have one to two products, people can only buy those products. And there's only so many colorways they need in those products. So, you know, extending your categories and adding more products is a great way to develop out your product. So in product development, you can do line extensions. So you could take like a t-shirt, for example, and put it into a bunch of different colors. You could put it into a bunch of different fabrics, but with the same silhouette, or you could create you know, new products and new categories and stuff like that. There's so many ways to go about it, but definitely the fundamental here is just having a vision and a plan and then tying eventually some dates to it so that you can hold both yourself accountable as well as your manufacturers. All right. The next habit of six-figure Shopify store owners is having a budget. So if you don't know how much you have to spend on marketing, then you are not in a good place for scaling your business. Um, it's really, really important that you have clarity on how much you can spend, even if it's just an estimate. You know, I have a budgeting template that I always share with my coaching clients. Um, it's really simple and it walks through all the different areas of marketing and you can kind of do forecasting around how much you want to spend on them, but you really need to know. So if you're hiring somebody to like help you, for example, with paid ads, they're going to ask you what your budget is. And if you have no idea, they're not going to be able to help you. So you need to know it's at least how much you want to spend on marketing efforts, because that's something that I'll talk about a little bit further down here is a habit of six-figure Shopify store owners, but have a marketing budget. Um, know how much you're going to spend. Again, it really depends on the type of business, where you are in the business. I usually look at it as a percentage of sales. Um, in new businesses, you're going to have to spend a lot more. Like a business like, let's say like Xerox or something like that might spend like two and a half percent of their revenue on sales or sorry, on, on marketing. Whereas like a startup might spend like 20 to 30% of their revenue on marketing. So you have to figure out what um, your cash flow is and how you can, uh, you know, um, set aside money that would be uh, useful for marketing that you wouldn't feel like stressed out about if you lost. All right. So the next habit of six-figure Shopify store owners is having analytics in place. So it's really difficult to scale your five-figure Shopify store to six figures, seven figures, and eight figures if you have no idea what marketing channels are driving the results in your store. Um, you need, at a fundamental basic level, you need to have Google Analytics set up on your website. You need to have all your social media tools. If they have tracking measurement, put those onto your website. You need to have e-commerce, um, you know, advanced e-commerce reporting in Google Analytics setup. You need to know how to use your Shopify dashboard. Um, and if you definitely have the Facebook pixel installed properly on your website, that would be the minimum. And then I would say the next level would be understanding how to use all those tools. And then the next level up from that would be having a process to report and develop KPIs KPIs being key performance indicators. So those would be metrics that your brand is working towards. So like your goals, like we talked about at the beginning. So the importance of having goals, but also having a process to measure those goals and to report on them at a regular frequency. So you know where you're at with your marketing efforts. This one is super key. And I often see, especially a lot of female founded brands getting away with not doing this until a really late stage in their business. And this is something that is really key to the next point that I'm going to talk about. So six-figure Shopify store owners, um, you know, I haven't met too many that don't do paid ads. Um, and they usually have a pretty good sense of what their funnel is. 
Um, so investment in paid ads, I think, is just a mandatory if you want to get past that kind of $100,000 revenue. And definitely if you want to get into the millions. I, it's pretty unusual that I hear of a brand nowadays that says, like, we didn't do any advertising. And they're direct to consumer. And it, so, I mean, they have no wholesale. Um, that's pretty unusual. Maybe they've had a viral moment where they were on Shark Tank or they produced a product that was like very successful and organic or something like that, or they got a major press hit or something like that. But that is the um, exception, not the rule. So most of us have to build that brand awareness. And the best way to do that is paid advertising. So either, you know, for most brands, Facebook and Instagram ads would be that. Um, some brands like to do Google ads. It really depends on your business. Um, so doing some investment in paid ads is going to be really critical for taking your five-figure revenue store to six figures for sure. All right. And the last habit of six-figure Shopify stores is having some sort of team. So the idea that you can get to seven figures of revenue, um, five to six or six to seven without help is really it's really unusual to be able to do that. I know it happens. I've seen it with drop shippers. So I'm sure you guys have run into these ads on like Facebook and Instagram where you see like this woman who's developed this like drop shipping tea business and this hair products drop shipping business. Those types of businesses are really flash in the pan and they don't last. Um, I personally believe that kind of dropship model that a lot of Amazon sellers are using and, you know, that's linking in with Alibaba Express and drop shipping products made in China and not carrying inventory is on its way out. Um, customers aren't really looking for that anymore. So it's really hard to scale a product-based business without help. So at some point you're going to need to hire somebody, whether it's an intern, whether it's a subcontractor, freelancer, or something like that, you're going to need somebody in your corner. If you're lucky enough to be able to manage a six-figure business without that, like, bravo, I'm impressed for sure. Um, but you may be also holding yourself back. So if you're doing $120,000 a year in revenue and you're like, okay, well, I'm doing fine. Well, what if you had like one person helping you with social media and shipping and customer love? Like, couldn't you maybe do 220000 So don't use it as a way of saying like, okay, well, I'm doing okay. But think about how you could be doing a bit better if you had a few more hands helping you out with all the stuff that you need to get done for running a six-figure Shopify store. And if you think about all the points I talked about, like there's all this kind of stuff behind it. So like, you know, launching a product, you have to update on your homepage banners. You're going to have to do social posts. You're going to have to launch products on your website, like write email newsletters. Like this is a lot of work. And the thought that you can do it alone is a really limiting belief, I think, that will hold you back from really scaling your store. It's pretty unusual to see a six-figure store get to seven figures, so get over a million dollars without some sort of help. That is really rare. I think the only one I've seen is this like wine glass and he made them in, I think in China and they were direct shipped to people's houses. So he never touched them. Um, and then I think he had like a VA, like a virtual assistant or two or something like that, um, which is very unusual. Um, for the most part, you'll see people hiring somewhere around like 250,000 in revenue. All right, so those are my habits of six-figure Shopify store owners. So consistency, so being able to show up regularly with content on social, in your email, um, launching products, having goals 
a strategy and a plan to get there and executing that plan, having a very clear mission and vision and communicating with your customers and your team, if you have one, um, clarifying your brand and your message. So really having that brand strategy and that brand vision and your visual identity super locked down, having the beginnings of a product development roadmap. So knowing what products you're going to launch and when having a marketing budget. So setting aside some money specifically for marketing and knowing how you're going to spend it, developing uh, your analytics abilities, as well as implementing a measurement process, uh, investing in paid ads and funnels. So either doing it yourself or hiring somebody and then hiring a team or contractors to help you. All right. So that's it for this episode. I hope you learned something that you can take with you to grow your business. If you'd love to join the conversation, I'm over at Brave and Boss on Instagram, or you can join our Facebook group at facebook.com slash group slash Brave and Boss. All right. Take care and have a great day. Thank you for listening to Brave and Boss, the podcast. If you want to take your e-commerce brand to the next level, be sure to check out my website at christysumer.com, where you can find all the show notes, free resources, and blog posts and principles to help you grow your online store. You can also follow me at K-R-I-S-T-I-S-O-O-M-E-R on Instagram. Find your purpose, make it happen. I'll talk to you soon.